Good day. On today on the Third World Podcast, me and Caleb will be talking about movies. Multiverse or multi-curse? Happily ever after? Not until Arnold shows up. That and more on the Third Wheel Podcast. Welcome back to the Third Wheel Podcast. I'm Shaps. I'm Caleb. And welcome, 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 welcome. Thank you for joining us today, where you get to be the Third Wheel in our conversation. Just want to give you a little update slash recap on our Harry Potter series. I am Previously on Dragon Ball Z. Yeah. I am enjoying it so very, very much. Um, We are going to be a little bit delayed for the next book, only because it's a little bit thicker and my life is getting a little bit busier. So apologies in in advance for that. But it's going to be a good one because I'm very excited. Um, Definitely waiting to get into it. Caleb's already started. The biggest thing... Is I'm dis- I don't want to disappoint our fans. And I say fans, fans plural, generously. Mm. Toodles, I'm very sorry. I really wish. Uh, I'm reading. I'm trucking along. But Shaps, like I said, he's got a lot of stuff going on with work. And yeah. he has set a time to read it. It's, it just doesn't seem like it's going to happen as quickly as possible. On top of that, we also got to coordinate with Sydney whenever we finally finish. And then we have to see, is she, re- is she ready? You know, is she ready sure. to do the next one? So we're doing our best. We are trying to work through it. I do apologize. I really want to get it done for you because I know you're really excited. And I, I enjoy engaging with you in the comments. I enjoy hearing your stuff. And then we could probably do an episode where we talk about the franchise as a whole. And I'd love to hear your opinion on that. I am so sorry we couldn't get this once a month like we had planned. But books four and five are going to be just a little bit of a challenge just because of how long they are. Um, you know how much I hate it, the, the the franchise, not just delaying the the book readings, okay? But, like, I hate book five in particular. That's going to be the hardest for me to get through, okay? I'm going to tell the story again when we get to it. But how long it is really turned me off originally when I read it, like, five or six years ago. So. Uh, we're doing our best. We will try to get that uh, episode out to you as soon as possible. Um, it's just taking a little bit longer. I, I, can, I have more time than Shaps does, so I, I can hunker down and finish it in a week. He really can't, and yeah. he's, he's trying to. And he's doing the audiobook version. For him, that works really well. So we, we are doing our best to get it done. It's just taking a lot longer than usual. But yeah. I, do, I do apologize. I really wish we could have just knocked it out once a month like we had planned to. Uh, just life is kind of getting in the way right now. It's really just the fact that it hit. It just, it's hitting September and then soon, pretty soon October. That's rest of the year is super busy season for me. So yeah. I just need to reschedule everything or just recalibrate yeah. everything. But I'm very excited to read the book. Yeah. Um, and, and I'm thankful you're making that. time to shoot episodes with me. So it's not like we have nothing to produce for the sure. next couple months. Like we're, we're setting up to where if we need to take time off for him to do work, he's able to accommodate. Yeah. I understand. I, I've, I've known creators um, who like have a good series going and then they delay for super long time. I'm like, oh man, why don't right. they finish already? And I'm like, now I understand. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that, that's the thing about being creative. It's like, now I understand when they're pushing stuff back. Oh, you yeah. know, um, I, I always give people crap for video game delays because I don't think those are justified ever. But sure, yeah. now I'm actually feeling like, okay, if they really needed more time, they just, you know. Hey, oh, yeah, certainly. Of course, I, I consider video game delays a red flag. But, <laughs> you know, oh, really? it's, yeah. a, it's a foreshadowing of something evil to come. You know what I mean? It means the game's going to be glitchy when it comes out. Yeah. Because <laughs> they're still tell rushing. It, tell that to Starfield. Hmm. Did they delay it that many times? They didn't delay it. They yeah. Well, if they delayed it, it was like once, but they actually didn't delay that a whole lot, and they actually released it a week early for people who bought it. Um, That's they, what I'm saying. They if spent a hundred dollars actually. Yeah. And if you spent a hundred dollars, you could play it a week early. 
If there's no delay, though, that's what I'm saying. If there's no delay, that to me, it's a good sign. That, but like, it, was, they, it was still buggy, though. <laughs> it wasn't It wasn't as bad, though, as other Bethesda titles. That's the big thing. Yeah, but the performance is really bad. Uh, I'm hearing it's, it's performing pretty well. No, no, no. I mean, like, actual optimization. Like, it runs really, really poorly. On uh, PC, at least. Oh, well, but, yeah. we already discussed this, but PCs are going to be... I don't want to hear it. They're going to be having trouble for a while. I don't want to hear so. it. I don't hear that. Right now, PS5 is the way to go, except for Starfield. You're going to have to buy it on the Xbox. Good, 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 good. Okay. Series X. Good, 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 good. So. Unfortunate. Yeah, it sucks that we, now it's like oh, I'm just gonna have to get a console version because what was that Jedi Survivor where mm-hmm. you had to get the console version just because yeah. PC's broken? Right, that's so, fun. I like that. Uh, summarizing an episode that uh, came out a while ago, just don't get a PC right now. It's just not worth it. Um, they're they're too expensive and the games aren't optimized for them anymore. Unless you really want to play some of the smaller games, I've been playing the crap out of some Black Ops Zombies, Black oh, Ops really? One. Mm-hmm. I finally I bought all the maps. I've just been going to town mm-hmm. on that stuff. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's going good. I, now that I have a job that provides financial security, I can actually start buying some of the stuff I've wanted for a while. That's trying good. to upgrade my board game collection. Oh. I played a really nice one at your little gathering that you mm-hmm. had. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, very fun. Fun for the whole family. Mm-hmm. Uh, very competitive, though. Very competitive. Have you ever been to a nerd's house and you're like, you look around, you're like, oh my gosh, this is way too much crap. Hmm. Crap. It, <laughs> mm, you know, okay, so like messy crap or just like no, well, okay. garbage you shouldn't buy? Garbage you shouldn't buy, but it, now it's a mess because they bought so much of it. And they set it up to where it's like, it's organized. But I was like, what is all well, this I think I think it's kind of cringy when people have like Funko, giant Funko Pop collections. Like that fill their, yeah, I know. I know we're we're talking about. Um, I like Funkos. I know. I have a bunch of Funko Pops. This is about you. And not only that, um, I own Funko Pops of uh, TV shows that nobody knows exist. <laughs> um, I have a small Funko Pop collection of like Star Wars ones, but those are the ones I really have. But I'm talking about the ones who have like an entire room basically yeah. dedicated to them. Uh, I remember growing up, my brother had a friend who had like Yu-Gi-Oh cards. Mm. Was really big in Yuga cards, but literally his entire room it was like, it was like a big living room, and there was not one spot on the floor that I didn't have a Yuga card on it. Oh it my gosh! Scattered everywhere, no way. Like everywhere there was Yuga cards just everywhere. Were they the at least sleeved? No, no, they're just scattered. That's awful. Like I don't know why they just always were like that. That sounds terrible. Like yeah. what do you, what, I mean, you're gonna. Tear them up. Yeah, exactly. You know, at least sleeve them. Yeah. See, my board game collection was originally just one board game, but it has so many expansions. I was kind of dedicating my time towards just building that one game. The base game, expansions, sleeving them, organizing them in the big box where you excuse me, organize all your cards. Mm-hmm. So I had done that. So, I mean, I spent hundreds and hundreds of dollars on this one board game, but it's so expansive and they're still adding games, you know, stuff oh, to sure, it. Yeah. So I'm not even close to being done. Which one is it? It's called a legendary. Have uh, you seen it? Mm-mm. It's a, it's a deck building game where it's based on the Marvel universe. Oh. So each expansion come, comes with like, Oh, there's a world war Hulk expansion. There's an X-Men expansion. Mm-hmm. There's, and it, it, it comes with heroes, villains, henchmen, sidekick. It comes with all these things, and they're still just adding to it. Because the, the Marvel Universe is so big mm. that they just they come up with other things. And so, like, there's the X-Men expansion, then there's the evil X-Men expansion, and there's, you know, all sorts of crap in it. So, they like, they, they finally just now added Ultron in the Ant-Man expansion. So, you know, 
this is a little, I guess it's a little off topic to what we were just talking about, but I have a quarrel with the comic book universes now. Oh, what you got? Well, I just like looking over all these like different arcs and stuff that DC and Marvel put out. I think I hate multiverses now. Mm-hmm. Now, the comics, you're talking about the comics or the in, movies? It, well, in comics, I guess, but like it transfers over to movies, mm-hmm. but it's worse in the comics. Um, I feel like it's once they start going multiverse, you know, yeah, it's like it gets, just gets like anything can happen. So like it almost feels like everything's pointless, you know. Do you yeah. how do you feel about that like concept in general, like in media, um, like in a comic book or a game or a movie? You know, multiverse is brought into the picture. And I'm well. When you say nothing matters, I really I have a nihilistic point of view uh-huh. i am i am definitely a nihilist sure. okay and I, I love that word actually the spelling um so oddly enough again uh, we, we established this at the very beginning mm-hmm. this isn't a religion-based podcast but uh, for the longest time before i knew jesus i had trouble with like man nothing matters yeah. like I, w- the world is so big the universe is so big that anything i do has no consequences so my mm-hmm. favorite book of the bible actually is uh, ecclesiastes <laughs> Because it comes with that same attitude, like everything is meaningless. Mm. The sun still co- sets every day on everything you do, and uh, they, you know, we don't know for sure who wrote it. We think it was Solomon, or maybe he was uh, critiquing who wrote it. You know, but uh. basically, it's the same thing. He's like, I've done everything under the sun; nothing matters. Mm. And then at the end, he says, nothing matters except the Lord. Mm. And that's what I think. It's like, I think it's like twelve chapters total. But yeah. he, like, he goes in like, nothing matters except the lord mm-hmm. so you watch rick and morty and you're like man like he, you know they, they joke about how like they can just hop to another universe right. right and then just like you know nothing matters like we can do whatever we want and then hop to another timeline where hitler cured cancer or hop to a time where just rollins and said Ooh. yeah yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> so um in the movies mm-hmm. the multiverse is really cool i like it, it, it because... definitely yeah, that's why i tried to deviate from the movies a little bit yeah they actually do something kind of interesting with it right well they're trying it and if nothing else you get to see the actor in a role again yeah, that's fun exactly. that's fun to watch you know but uh in the comics it just feels like every story always goes to mm-hmm. the multiverse thing every single time yeah so um, you look at stories like injustice where mm-hmm. superman goes bad and batman's solution mm-hmm. is to pull a superman from another timeline where he didn't go bad and they just fight each other yeah and then there's like 800 different universes where it's like more than that but uh, yeah obviously endless but it's just like it really doesn't feel like you know when is it our superman when is it our batman anymore you know like the one that we actually know it's just like Every time something interesting happens, oh, it was just in the universe where it did happen. Right. So it really doesn't matter. And it always drives on the point where it's like, oh, with when heroes die in the comic books, they never die for sure. See, my, my go-to uh, excuse, people like in Man of Steel, people that defend mm. Man of Steel will just say like, because I think it was the worst movie ever, right? Yeah. One of them. Not as bad as Batman movie Superman. Mm. But everyone's like, oh, that's just an Elseworld Superman. Like, that's not an excuse for bad that's writing. So mm. Every time Terminator comes out with a new trilogy and it fails, like, oh, oh, they always say it's a different universe. That's just yeah. a different timeline. It's all it's like, good. Our original movies are intact. And I'm like, dude, no. <laughs> that's so stupid. You know, I want to talk about the Terminator tra- franchise at some okay. point. But, I mean, heck, well, while we're at the multiverse stuff, maybe we can tack it on at yeah, the end. Yeah, sure. I've never understood that. Like, yeah. why butcher that series so much? So many times. Mm. And they're rebooting it again. And again, no. James Cameron 
is at the helm of it. And I bet you anything they're going to get Schwarzenegger somehow tied into that. Well, no, uh, he recently said he's not doing it again because he's like, you know, I've done, I've rebooted the franchise three times with y'all and he's like, it, it's obvious that... I don't know. I feel like they could get him into it as a cameo at least. Oh, but, for sure. yeah. But, yeah. Um, oh anyway. Gosh, yeah, so... Multiverse. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Mm. Got sidetracked. We're, we're, but uh, yeah, isn't that just like the answer for everything now? You know, like... Um, I really didn't like what they did with um, Endgame. Really? Uh, yeah, the whole... It's not like multiverse, multiverse, but it kind of is. Because uh, it's like time travel, whatever yeah. they time travel. And they just go back and pull it's the things. It's a different need. world. Yeah. Um, that really... I was thinking about the other day, actually. Like, the obviously, you can pick and part that, you know, all For day. Sure. Yeah. My biggest gripe was Thanos, because it felt like a cheap... A cheapening of what that character was. Because... Mm-hmm. It's felt like they achieved the audience, like they got the both best of both worlds where we got to see Thor finally kill Thanos, but at the same time, we didn't get to see Thanos win or just have a big fight, you know? So, yeah. like, they kill Thanos at the very beginning, you know, and that's crazy because the entire film prior to that was building up this villain, or the entire franchise was building up this Thanos. And by bringing him back, time travel wise, it doesn't seem, feel like the same one. It's a literally a different one. People felt that way about Loki because when it, the very first episode, they they were like, uh, you know, hold on, what 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 the heck? Like, how come the Avengers were able to go back and mess the mess up the timeline? Yeah. Oh, that was supposed to happen. Yeah. And a bunch of my buddies that I I disagree, mm-hmm. but a bunch of them felt like, man, that just really cheapens the the mm-hmm. emotional impact of the whole Infinity Saga because if it was supposed to happen, then nothing they did really matters. Yeah. You know. My, sidebar. My counter to that is. Think about how Stan, you know, there, there's someone above everybody controlling what goes on. Um, you know, think of, think of it like Stan Lee. Stan Lee mm-hmm. knows what's going to happen. So does anything our comic heroes do matter? No, because he can go back and change it. He's like the, he's the one above all. And it's the same concept to me. Like the, the, the one above all that knows things are going to happen. I just picture a comic creator doing the same thing. So Fun know. fact, the god of the Marvel Universe is actually called the one above all. Yep. No, that's where I got that from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's Stanley. <laughs> <laughs> it but, totally is. Yeah, but side, sidebar. Yeah. No, uh, I'm also really excited for Loki season two. I know that stuff going on with Jonathan Majors is a thing. I hope he's not a wife beater, but if he is, then they need to take the right steps. But um, that's also another sidebar. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you've seen a couple hard resets of, mm-hmm. say, the DC Universe or uh, oh, Marvel. So it's not necessarily relating to multiverse stuff, mm-hmm. but uh, the, the House of M storyline in Marvel, yeah. okay, that, that is actually a reset of mutants. Mm. So in that storyline... They, they realized they had way too many mutants going around and all sure. these weird powers going on. Mm-hmm. So at the end of that timeline, they took inspiration from it for WandaVision. Mm-hmm. But in that timeline, Wanda uh, rewrote reality to where it's an, they're in an alternate universe. Gwen Stacy's alive. Yeah. Uh, Nick Fury's not alive, but Wolverine is the new Nick Fury. So like it's a weird timeline. Mm-hmm. And uh, they, they do a regular show thing. I'm sure House of M did it first. But yeah. they do a regular show thing where uh, someone remembers what's really going on. And he has to go around reminding everybody mm. triggering the memories of the real timeline but at the end they reset the timeline back to normal but uh wanda scarlet witch decides you know what i'm just gonna erase mutants mm. so she she does a hard reset so she says no more mutants and then boom she does her big spell and so Iceman loses his powers everyone except key x-men key x-men like you know they, they had a uh, plot armor yeah. but basically the <laughs> 
the classic X-Men characters and a few other mutants had lost their powers. They, 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 there were too many mutants on the Earth for the comic writers to keep up with, so they streamlined mm. it and they made it smaller to where there was, like, you know, the X-Men and, and base villains. So they did that. And then, of course, a bunch of them got their powers back, like Iceman got his powers back sure. eventually. Uh, Wolverine, they, they use the excuse as adamantium. Made of him, course. Yeah, it made him immune to the spell. The plotomenium, yes. Were, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so... Uh, and then uh, you look at uh, Flashpoint in the DC Universe side. So they, they wanted to hard reboot the universe. So the controversial. Okay. Mm. So we could do a whole episode on why it, uh, it's called the New 52. They used yeah. Flashpoint to re reboot the entire DC Universe. And that's mm. when they started the New 52 series. Yeah. Very controversial. Um, so because everything that they were building to just didn't matter anymore. Flashpoint yeah. erased the whole thing and they started over. Mm. Um but you see when the writers write themselves into a hole, mm-hmm. okay, and then they're like, okay, let's just reset everything. Uh, Secret Wars, not not the original, but when they redid Secret Wars, which is what the upcoming Avengers is based off of, uh, Avengers Secret Wars, mm-hmm. basically you got the timeline, the Ultimate Universe, Miles Morales. Yeah. Well, he's in the Ultimate Universe. He's not in the mainstream continuity. So what they have mm-hmm. to do? Secret Wars. Oh, no, all the dimensions are clashing together. So mm-hmm. in that storyline, they all clash together. Miles is now in the mainstream universe. Sure. And when it's all finally finished, key characters from different universes they want to put into the main timeline are now in the main timeline. Mm-hmm. So you see, you see these really weird, convoluted... I don't even know if this is what your original question was. Well, but you, you, yeah. you see a bunch of weird tactics from writers to get characters into the correct timeline or to reset a mistake that they didn't like. It feels way too sci-fi and just clunky because, yeah. like, I'm thinking about like, okay, think of like two amazing stories, like The Killing Joke yeah. or Death of Superman. Mm-hmm. You know, like these really just like um, groundbreaking comics. Mm-hmm. You know. And then think of like something like the Batman Who Laughs. Right. I don't know if you know much about that storyline. A, like, a little bit. But I've I'm seen like, pictures. That's just like, it's just like someone got an, um, went all edgelord, you know, and basically just like decided to take over the entire writing room and everyone's like, well, it sells well. So yeah. kids like edgy stuff. So mm-hmm. like, just go on, could keep going. But it's like the most crazy story. Like it's literally a Batman from a dark universe who became Joker, killed everyone in his universe. Then... <laughs> Went to every other bad universe and got super bad versions of all the superheroes versions and gave them, got them all together. But then they all died, so that he got super bad versions of every Batman in every universe. And like literally the the armor on his head, where it's like that uh, dominatrix thing on his head. Yeah, it's a metal that he, he can't see through it, but they explain it's metal that like absorbs dark energy. Like, what the heck is dark energy? You know, just like, it's so unbelievably just like sci-fi bullcrap now that I'm like, I kind of prefer it back when it was just... Simple. Simple. Like, Mm. is it a bad thing to keep these heroes sort of isolated in individual stories that don't always have to connect to the bigger picture? Because right now, the bigger picture is just madness. Right. You know, it always turns into madness. Yeah, multiverse of madness. No, I'm just kidding. And then they <laughs> always have to do a Flashpoint. Now, like, yeah. DC had kind of a clever way of doing it, but, like, they're going to do Flashpoint again and again. Sort and again of. And it, again. Had, it had a slew of issues. And uh, fun fact, they rebooted it again mm-hmm. to get out of the New 52, and they actually crossed over with Watchmen. 
So yeah, you see, yeah. like it, it, they back themselves in the corner every single Say, freaking time. Do- like Doctor Manhattan, on, yeah. Doctor Manhattan was like sitting on this planet waiting on them to show up. That was pretty interesting. But anyway, <laughs> but it's still like, why does it have to keep on happening? Like I, I saw in an article recently where it said like, should these heroes actually have an end? And I'm like, I don't know. But I do think that they should focus more on individual stories rather than always somehow relating to a bigger multiverse picture where yeah. how does this fit into the canon? The canon doesn't mean anything anymore. Well, see, that that was the that was the concept of the Ultimate Universe. Do you know anything about Ultimate mm-hmm. Universe? Okay, so that's the universe. That I'm just, I know I'm picking a random character. Yeah. That's the one Miles Morales comes from. So sure. in, that, in that universe, that was their attempt at New 52 without mm-hmm. damaging the original timeline. You know, the one everyone knows and loves, Stan Lee wrote. Sure. The Ultimate Universe, that's where the movies get their most inspiration from. So mm-hmm. Thor gets his weird hammer, Stormbreaker, that's in, yeah. that's in that. Uh, Nick Fury, originally white in the comics, but in the Ultimate Universe, it's the it looks just like Nick... Uh, uh, what's his name? Samuel L. Jackson. Yes. Yeah. Right. Well, that's where they drew the inspiration from for Nick Fury in that universe. So it's mm-hmm. it's literally... Samuel L. Jackson, yeah. <laughs> and uh, that and that's why it works so well because in the comics they actually based it on his likeness. So mm-hmm. for the movies, it was just literally they hired him. Yeah. So um, that's funny. So yeah, that's where the movies get most of its, most of their inspiration from. That was their attempt at making it smaller and more mainstream. Was the mm-hmm. Ultimate Universe, and it, and it sold really well. So yeah, yeah um, I'm with you. Like maybe we should have just one timeline that doesn't get affected. What one? one uh, I think there's a story. I don't know much about it for Spider-Man, but it's called the Clone Saga, and everybody hates that because mm. there were so many weird Spider-Man combinations. On top of that, the the writing was just terrible, <laughs> so everyone hated it. Um, um, yeah, but uh, I, I don't know. I think there was like a Miles Morales comic. I just, I saw a video on, and he was like going through it, like walking through like the comic. Mm. It was just like the writing. Sometimes it's so funny and clunky. He's like, yeah, he Mary Mary Jane's like. Miles, what's wrong? Oh, just think about Carnage. <laughs> like, it's, like it's a normal, just like Carnage really got to me today. Like, this is so stupid. Yeah. Um, or oh god, I hope the Hobgoblin doesn't come back. Like it's weird, weird, just so clunky. Um, I really want do, to see. Do you mean convoluted? Is that what bugs you? How convoluted it gets, where there's too many moving parts at once. Well, it's the, well, when I say clunky, I mean it doesn't land well. It doesn't mm-hmm. feel. It doesn't feel natural. Mm-hmm. It feels like this always has to be connected to something. This always has to be, you know, like in order to appeal to everyone, we have to yeah. always reference everything. Um, I was going with something. Uh, I think it really okay. So Marvel movies are kind of a testament to this. I think people are kind of done with the, the whole Avengers merging thing. Like Avengers is over. Yeah. And but they're still trying to keep on this weird light and i think uh, i haven't seen it i heard like secret war was it called didn't do very well at all the comic no the, the show was it called oh, secret, invasion? secret invasion yeah i heard yeah. that did terribly well i don't know anything about it there's a lot that goes into why it's not doing good uh, i would argue they're making too many mid-tier stuff because mm-hmm. originally when everyone's solo movie was like this is fantastic it got you excited to meet up with another character who also had a fantastic movie yeah sure. but now we're getting uh so many well she hulk wasn't that great mm-hmm. so now it's like well nobody cares about she hulk now now i can't wait for her to team up with miss marvel who also had a not great show 
you don't want you see a bunch of team up characters yeah. that aren't that interesting. Mm-hmm. Whereas before it was like Captain America got a super cool origin movie and then two really good movies. Yeah. Iron Man had these great movies. Hulk had an okay movie, <laughs> and you get to see these characters that people like, and now you get to see all their personalities clash. Right. Whereas now with everything after the end game, you get a bunch of mid tier stuff nobody cares about, and but I feel you like don't care to see their matchup. I feel movie. like they're too afraid to do a standalone movie ever mm-hmm. again. Like everything, ha- the money is where. The cameos are. The money mm-hmm. is where the connections are. Like, okay, that's the advantage of Sony having Spider-Man, is that when they make a Spider-Man movie, it's going to be a Spider-Man movie. Yeah. Now, it took three movies to get it right. Eventually, the, Sp- the third Spider-Man mm-hmm. movie, even though it had a connection with um, Doctor Strange, it was still a Spider-Man movie. Oh, yeah. Through and through. The first two, not so much. Mm-hmm. First movie was like Avengers. Second movie was kind of a yeah, side okay. of a tie-in. But right. like... The third one was definitely Spider-Man. And then the next one, whatever Sony makes it, is going to be a Spider-Man movie. We'll never get a Captain America movie again. We'll never Mm -hmm. get a Thor movie again. We'll never get an Iron Man movie again. If they do, it's always going to be tied into that cinematic universe. Right. And I feel like the best parts were when they were standalone. Right. Um, I think of, like, the Batman that came out, you know, what, two years ago? Mm -hmm. The Batman. The Batman. That doesn't tie into any universe. I don't think it ever will. Right. But it was really good. Mm-hmm. I really liked it, you know. And Joker. I, liked... I thought Joker standalone on its Joker own. standalone mm-hmm. and fantastic film, and it doesn't tie into any stupid yeah. universe, you know. Um, and it doesn't because it doesn't even feel it has the freedom to be its own thing. Yeah, like that tone and that set setting wouldn't work in any of the other films. Mm-hmm. It works in Joker because it was built to be Joker. Yeah. you know. Same with the Batman, you know. And they can still have Batman movies. That tie in with the cinematic universe or whatever, but still have the standalone movies. Right. Like, I really m- want to go back to form to where it was yeah. just the Dark Knight or the old Superman movies, you know, like, or when kind of the original Avenger movies came out and they were just standalone, you know, they didn't yeah. cross over yet. Yeah. Um, I think those days are over. I think so too. But I really wish they'd come back because I think they'd be a lot more successful. Right. So think about, like, uh, we talked about this a long time ago. Spielberg mm-hmm. was talking about superhero movies are going to go the way of the Western. And back in the day, the Western was the yeah. cinematic universe. Everything had to be a Western. Yep. At like, uh, you know, everyone was trying to copy whatever, fam- like, uh, what is it? Uh, Magnificent like, Seven. Yeah. Uh, all the Clint Eastwood movie people, there were just so many ripoffs, so many people r- ripping off those movies and just making their own, making up their own John Wayne, making yeah. up their own Clint Eastwood. And it's like, bro, stop, you know. Right. Um, and it's the same. We're seeing the same thing now, where one company does it well, everyone wants to copy them, yeah. everyone, and they're just trying to copy the formula. They're trying to, and they can't get it right. Yeah. You know, they try to establish too much in one movie, and it does terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think now we're we're probably we're probably past the ten year. It, it was like a good ten years yeah. where the, these movies were the bomb. Marvel was on top of the world, and mm-hmm. I think now now because they keep making mid tier stuff, people are starting to lose interest. So yeah. I'm really feeling like um, those days that you want, which were great, but that's just something we can look back fondly on. I think sure. the, I think those are done. Yeah, I don't think at least from the movies. The comics have been doing that crap for a while. Yeah, that's what I look yeah. at the comics. I'm like, man, that's been. Like that's always been like that. Every once in a while, they'll come out with an interesting one, like DCs, which mm-hmm. is basically Marvel Zombies, which I really like DCs. But then, how what was long... that? What was that called? The Long Night. What the the zombie version of DC? DCs. Deceased. Yeah, oh. deceased. Oh, that's what it was called. Yeah, deceased. On DC side. Yeah. Oh, I guess when it was something different. Are you thinking of Long Halloween? 
No, no, I have, okay. I have that storyline. No, no, Deceased. That's okay. the zombie one. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it was really good. Uh, like, really freaking good. And as far as I know, they don't have a freaking multiverse tie-in. Right. But, like, good. how stupid would it be if the cure for the zombie virus was a cyborg from Earth 2121, you know, comes in with the cure, and it's like, oh, well... That was stupid. Well, Marvel Zombies kind of did that, where once the zombies ran out of the the, the universe they were in, they started eight. attacking the multiverse, right? Right. Well, it wasn't even on purpose. Uh, mm-hmm. One of the, the, the there was a human left on Earth, and he was trying to get rid of the zombies, so he teleported them to another dimension. Oh. And that was the end of the original story, and then someone came back later for Marvel Zombies Return and mm-hmm. t- and put you and told the story of where they went after that. Oh, gotcha. So, um, okay. I do have a problem with either a we'll just send them to another dimension or or <laughs> or we'll just pull from another dimension to to save us. Yeah. You know? That was my problem with the first injustice was like I wanted Batman to deal with the consequences of his dimension. Yeah. Superman goes evil. Well, how does Batman solve that? Mm-hmm. Okay, but the writers for the first game decided, oh, we'll just pull from the good Superman dimension and have him beat bad Superman. I had a problem with that. To be fair, they came back in the second one. I was going to say, they the, second really game, well the, second yeah, the second game, they're like, okay, we're not doing that again. Batman needs to deal with his own stuff. And yeah. It was really good. Mm-hmm. So That's an interesting world, too. Mm-hmm. Like, I love, I love, I think everyone loves it when Superman goes evil or people like that, you know, like, yeah. you just want to see the good guy fall, I guess. But, like, it's an interesting concept. And definitely when they have to, you're right, when they don't have to worry on that sci-fi multiverse bullcrap, you know, they have to worry, yeah. you know, they work on themselves. It you know? challenges the writers to be creative, mm-hmm. you know, like, okay, well, shoot, how do we beat Superman? Okay, yeah. well, Batman's going to have to, you know, he's going to have to call Harley Quinn, mm-hmm. Batwoman. Like the he, unlikely allies. Yes, yeah, yes. Allies. He had to pull from bottom of the barrel. Like yeah, Green yeah. Arrow. Like I know everyone, Green Arrow's a good character. I know that. I'm not saying he's a bad character, but like, look. You're going against <laughs> you're going against some powerful people here, sure. You know, but then you got people like Green Lantern. In in that story, Green Lantern's like you know he was bad in the first game, but now he regrets it. And yeah, what he, an interesting concept. He needs to yeah. earn the ring back. You know, mm-hmm. like it's good stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, Supergirl not as good as Superman, but Supergirl she had to come in and help out. Even though Atrocitus was kind of shoehorned in, it's an interesting concept where he like I didn't know anything about him, but like it's a cool character. Like he's not in like inherently evil. It's just like he kind of is more like a chaotic, lawful, or like a sorry, a lawful evil, you know, yeah, kind of character. Absolutely. You know, like his job is to punish, you know, like the wicked essentially. And because John Stewart, that's his name, mm-hmm. right? John Stewart did something so terrible, you know, in the first game, he's like having to live with that guilt oh. and it manifests as mm-hmm. atrocities. Wait, are you talking about Injustice Two still? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. no, that's uh, Hal Jordan, I believe. Oh, sorry, Hal yeah. Jordan. Yeah. John Stewart's the the other guy. That's right. In the from the Justice League yeah, cartoon. I get the mixed up. No, I understand. There's like mm. a billion good lanterns, <laughs> and Hal Jordan has like one of the best. You know, side note for our viewers: if you mm. want to read a good lantern story, read the Redemption arc. Hal Jordan, fantastic. Mm. Um, anyway, I'm not yeah, a big yeah. comic nerd, but I, I I dabble. You know, I got a little collection here. Sure. Yeah. Now I'm going for artwork typically, oh, but yeah. anyway. Um, yeah, it's really good stuff. So yeah, uh, I would have to say multiverse is kind of lazy. Yeah. For the movies, it works pretty well when you can do the cameos, you can do the alternate versions of characters with actors. When you yeah, see, yeah, yeah. when you see John Krasinski as Mr. Fantastic, that was fun. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like that, cause the, the fans were like, oh, you know, they're making fan art of John Krasinski. <laughs> like that was, that was fun. You it's know what I mean? It's more like, yeah, that kind of like brings fans together. Yeah. Really cool. you, you know what I mean? But like, uh, for comics, it just gets so lazy. But. Even when they did that, they were based. They were cameos. They didn't yeah. stay around for too long. Right. Yeah, and probably one of the most brutal deaths actually. Yeah, yeah. Was... that was fun. You know, so um, yeah, 
for the movies, I think it works a lot better. For the you know the third Spider-Man movie, bring back all the Spider-Man. That was cool. Yeah, you know that was awesome. Um, and then you get movies like Morbius, where they accident, you know, they they bring Vulture for Michael Keaton's super for, Spider-Man for what the tail end of the film, right? For the 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 end credit scene. Talk about end credit scene oh. that go nowhere. That's another episode for another time. Oh, jeez Louise, I forgot about that. <laughs> but, Wasn't okay. Which one was Venom in? Was Venom in the Spider-Man movie at the time? Yeah, he was in the third oh, okay, Spider-Man gotcha. movie. That was just a cameo. That was a joke, and that was to introduce the symbiote. Yeah. So, which I cannot wait for. I'm gonna. So how cry. is it? Are they like? I don't know the current news. Are they going to make a new Spider-Man movie? Uh, they got a trilogy set up. Really? Mm-hmm. For now, we we know Tom Holland's going to be in two of them. Mm. I need to double check. He might be signed on for three, but I know he's in at least two. Disney? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. I, there, I don't think there's going to be another deal that falls through. I think they negotiated pretty well. Yeah. So, yeah, it's going to be another trilogy with Tom Holland. It's up in the air whether or not they'll do Miles in the third one. Mm. Uh, that'd be a fun movie, but I think the animated universe, I don't think they're going to top that. Yeah, so. it, that would just take away from Miles and Spider-Verse. Right. So, I mean, uh, unless they do Shameik more, unless they mm. the same actor... Who voices him? That'd be an interesting right. idea because he still looks really young. He's got yeah. the kid voice. They could do it. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not saying it's impossible. I don't know if you've seen the movie Dope. That that was like his breakout role. Where mm. it's a movie where he's trying to get into Harvard and he hangs out with some buddies and he picks up the wrong backpack and it's got like a big thing of weed in it. And so the the movie's him trying to get rid of it oh, and then okay. also navigate like college application. It's a good movie and that's what kind of put him on the map. So anyway. You know what? That's, that's a good point, though. Spider-Verse actually was a really good example of a multiverse done right. Yes. Very, very right. Because mm-hmm. it was animated. They could just have fun with it. Yeah, you exactly. Know? Yeah, but you get you get a show like What If, and I don't think they were creative enough. I think they should have pushed oh, the boundaries was, a bit more. That was sad. And, like, yeah. what was the... Mo- what was the... <laughs> I mean, it wasn't bad. It just wasn't that great. Well, it's like, okay, what's the okay? What's a different version of Thor? I don't know. It's just party Thor. Yeah, he's just like he's. Just, it just wasn't creative enough. And then like a lot of them just had the exact same story as like the movies, but yeah. like slightly different. I'm like, you yeah. could have done so much. I love the idea of Thanos being a, a freaking guardian. Like that's yeah. a really cool idea. You that, know? that was a good episode. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But the very first episode was Captain America one again, but with a gender if it swap. Was woman. <laughs> Gen- yeah, gender swap. You know what I mean? Like they, they didn't, it didn't it, do anything. It just wasn't that creative. So there were some really good episodes, and then there were some not so good episodes. Overall, I thought it was decent, but mm-hmm. I think multiverse. It can't, it feels like it should be so creative. Right. It feels like it should open the door for these really cool concepts. Because, but what ends up happening is you get laziness. Mm-hmm. It's like again, the end of injustice. We'll pull Superman from another thing, and yeah. that'll that'll fix it. Right. Or we'll shoot them to another timeline. That's mm-hmm. what they did to Doomsday originally. Uh, it was called the Superman slash Doomsday Hunter mm-hmm. Prey. And it's a good storyline, but but Superman's like, well, we can't beat Doomsday again. What do we do? I'll just put him in another dimension. Oh, yes. a dimension where everything's dead. That way, he's not hurting anybody. You know what I mean? Dumb. Um, yeah, that's why we think of that before. I know, and it's like you know, it can be re- it can be fun. Okay, like you can tell some really good stories. There's a the Batman Dracula storyline where he mm-hmm. fights Dracula. That's a great story because it it's not a multiverse story. It's just like what what if Dracula showed up in a Batman weird gothic. You know, yeah, thing. At the kind of like also Superman Red Sun. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, fantastic! Really good one. That's the that first kind of nothing to do with the multiverse, but mm-hmm. like really good story of just like a what if yeah. scenario. Um, so yeah, if they keep it like that, like the individual standalone what if yes. kind of scenarios, mm-hmm. like that's a really cool idea. And, and they do that. There's, mm-hmm. a, I mean, uh, one of the best Superman stories. It's not in the main canon. It's All Star Superman. 
All-Star Superman is mm. awesome. And it, it's not in the main canon, but it's just a good Superman story. Sure. It captured the heart of Superman. It, it had, like, the, the right amount of lore from the main timeline, but it mm. also being its own thing. Yeah. So, and it was a really inspirational story about, like, there's always another way besides giving up. I so, think, I think, Dark, I think Dark Knight Returns is in the main canon. No. No, but that was a good story, too. Yeah, so Dark Knight Returns, for those of you who don't know, that's the one where Batman's been retired for 10 years, mm -hmm. and he hates it, and he comes out of retirement, and Superman's a stooge for the President of the United States. Yeah. He's still Superman, but he's also, like, under President's thumb. And mm -hmm. it was Reagan in the comic books. It was, <laughs> I mean, it was an actual President Reagan, but it was clearly basically, what they, yeah, basically yeah. what they designed it off of. And that storyline came out after, like, Adam West made Batman a joke. Wow. So that was the first story, basically, at least in the main mainstream, where Batman was the dark, greedy version that we see now. Yeah. Except the only problem and why they didn't really continue that series was he was old. It was an old Batman who came out of retirement, and that was the dark version that inspired everything else. So now you get to modern comic books where he's dark, gritty, and mean, and mm. breaking people's <laughs> bones. That was basically Dark Knight Returns. Yeah. So and then Zack Snyder came along and made him a killer. <laughs> Give him gun. Yes. Yeah. 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 Ugh, that's a whole other story. <laughs> Zack Snyder does not read comic books. No. So one second. You know, and it leads to some really cool stuff. The Marvel Zombies was very good, very standalone up until they launched people to another dimension. So. <laughs> But other than that, I was like, yeah, bro, like, multiverse can be really cool, again, when it's an isolated story. That's why Injustice 2 is so good, I think, because, like, it's isolated. It's Elseworlds, but it's yeah. very isolated. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I don't know. When that when the writers can be creative and ha they have to write themselves into a hole and then dig themselves out of it. Or, you know, I think that's when it's the most fun. So, I don't know, you know. I think multiverse can be lazy, and I think mm -hmm. that's the biggest thing, is when they're lazy with it. And yeah. They use it as a crutch to like, ah, I'll just say the universe didn't happen. <laughs> or, you know what I mean? It's Elseworld, nah. You know. oh, how many times has X-Men been rebooted? I don't know about rebooted, but convoluted? Absolutely. <laughs> no, no, I thought they were rebooted like two or three times. The movies? Or yeah, the... the movies. No, no. Really? Twice? Or just once? Just once. Just once. Yeah. Did, did you watch Days of Future Past? Uh, okay, I don't remember that. I've only seen one X-Men movie, but uh, it oh. was the one with... Um, the original Dark Phoenix one. Oh, X-Men 3. <laughs> oh, they rebooted so... after that one, right? Sort of. Kind of. So, let me just go through the timeline. First Class came out after that, I think. Right. So, there's X-Men 1, 2, 3. Okay, then there was X-Men Origins Wolverine, which mm -hmm. is awful, right? And they, they and that was supposed to start a franchise of origin films, so they were going to talk about doing Magneto and all these other mm -hmm. things, and... Origins failed so bad that they said, never mind. Oh. Um, there were CGI ladders and stuff. It was weird. <laughs> weird movie. Oh, and that was the Deadpool one, right? Yeah. So that's where they sewed Deadpool's mouth shut. Mm, okay. Nice. So now First Class came out. Okay. And that was, that, was, that was a reboot. I wasn't sure what the intention of it was. If they were trying to reboot, if they were trying to what you know do whatever, or Elseworlds. I, I heard know. that was really good. No, it was fantastic. That's like one of the best X-Men movies. Mm. Okay. Next, they came out with, uh, I want to say, Wolverine. It was just called The Wolverine. And it was Hugh Jackman from the original movies uh, doing his own adventure. At the end of that end credit scene, he's at the airport and he can't get to the metal detector because he's metal. And then uh, everything stops. And you, you, you'd think he'd have that problem. Right, just ironed out. You know, <laughs> have his own drip by now. Um, but no. So at the end, Professor X shows up. 
Right. And he's like, we need you for the next movie. And he's like, oh, I guess, you know, <laughs> I don't even right, remember well. that movie coming out. It came out in 2013. The I Wolverine. remember the Wolverine. It was PG 13, but that was a, pr- that was a boundary pushing PG 13 mm. movie. That's a good one. Was I Gambit in that one? No, that was, he was in, in origins. Oh, okay. Yeah. Do you remember they were supposed to do a Gambit movie with, um, Channing Tatum as Gambit. Mm. That's funny. He's way too big to be Gambit. But, you know, I, I know he wanted to do it. They canceled it. Um, so after the Wolverine... The Wolverine, Days of Future Past. Now, Days of Future Past was the original timeline with the original characters. They were in a, a, a bad future where the, the big robots were hunting all the X-Men. They were about to die. It was a, it was a last stand movie. Sure. Um, what they did was they sent Wolverine back in time to the first class years oh, timeline so they and connected they connected the it so okay. so the the regular wolverine from the main timeline went back in time to first class era and and switched everything to where it fixed the future so um gotcha yeah so and then the first class movies became the the new norm with uh, with the understanding that eventually first class would run into the original movies timeline where when they all got older, what's his name, uh, James McAvoy would turn into Patrick Stewart. Mm. Like you know, it was, it was just like just assume that the movies bridge at some point. So that's what they did, and then the, it turns out the first class timeline, the movies, everything after Days of Future Past was pretty terrible. So it was sad. Yeah, because it was such a good merger. Days of Future Past was so good. I was like, I cannot wait to see where they go with this, mm. and they didn't go anywhere. It, it was bad. What was it? Apocalypse and Dark Phoenix, or mm-hmm. was there a few others? Yeah, po- uh, Apocalypse. Terrible, mm-hmm. and it had Hugh Jackman again, which was weird. But uh, you know, they they shoved in Hugh Jackman, which it's always great to see him as Wolverine. But <laughs> I love it, that tasteless, that tasteless apocalypse, he, that tasteless poster of her him like choking out uh, Mystique, and then that was over all the billboards and everything. Right. They're like, <sighs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember the controversy, but I could see people being upset about. Oh that. yeah. Yeah, and again, that was Oscar Isaac as Apocalypse too. Mm. Like he was, he's in all the. I don't know what it is. Mm. He, he's in all the franchises, but it's, that's a sidebar. Wow. But um, and then Logan came out, which was like I don't know what you consider that. If you want to consider that Elseworlds, mm. but that was that was the canon ending to the movies version of Wolverine. Mm. Um, and then Dark Phoenix came out. It was so bad. I don't know how they effed up that time. I heard again. that was the one where everyone just checked out because they yeah. knew it was ending. So it's like, well, the girl uh, Jennifer Lawrence who played Mystique, like she didn't even want to wear the the makeup and the costume anymore. So that all her scenes, even though in the previous movies they established she's happy with being blue, she's happy with how she looks, she accepts who she is. Sure. Then you get to to, to Dark Phoenix. She's where, like, no, I don't yeah, I don't want to wear that makeup and costume anymore. So she's back to her human form. So, That's so stupid. you know, it was then, bad. Then she also say like it should be ex women, not ex men, or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> you oh know what? um every now and then like i support the writer's strike but every now and then i wonder why we're even paying them at all <laughs> were you not ai before this i know it's ridiculous oh that's so stupid. it's it's bad but uh yeah that was that wasn't really multiverse but that was an example of like you can make a convoluted timeline good mm. you know i'm not even sure where we're going with that but no they haven't oh they haven't rebooted X-Men that many times. Okay. They really only rebooted it once, but they they bridged it to the originals so flawlessly mm-hmm. to where I was like, man, that was so good. Wow. And then nothing after that except for Logan matched that. And then Deadpool just does what he wants. So right. and my understanding is uh, Hugh Jackman coming back for Deadpool 3 um, is supposed to be a variant Hugh Jackman. So it's not even the main Hugh Jackman from the original timeline. It's like a multiverse thing. 
Really? So, mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I don't know how I feel about that. Well, I don't, but all the rest of them are original timeline, right? So mm-hmm. why don't they just get the? Okay. My understanding is they don't want to mess with the Logan timeline because Logan ended so well. They're they're worried about pissing off fans who oh. who are like, oh, it doesn't fit in with Logan. You're you're undermining Logan. I so see. they're they're pulling from just like, oh, it's just Hugh Jackman as Wolverine. So I think that's what they're trying to do. Gotcha. Without pissing off the Logan fans, which I I can agree with. So. Mm-hmm. Can we talk about Terminator franchise now? <laughs> of course, why not? We, we have 15 that. minutes, I think we can squeeze that in. Leave that in. Yeah, so talking about multiverse stuff, mm-hmm. like they're talking about laziness. So Terminator 1 and 2, flawless masterpieces. I'm assuming you've seen both, right? The originals? Mm-hmm. I saw the original trilogy, yeah. No, it's not. Oh, I guess it is a trilogy. It's there's, there's a third one. I remember. Yeah. Um, was I, it that bad? It was okay. What What made people mad was it undermined Terminator it 2. It ruined... Not ruined it. Right. Terminator Two still. If you like, I don't even consider Terminator Three as canon because, right. like, it, it's like it. It doesn't just like undermine it. It like shoots it like in the back. It's like well, nothing matters because Dark Fate literally shot Terminator <laughs> yeah. in the back. Oh, okay, we'll get into that. <laughs> yeah. Um. No, Terminator Three was fine, but it like literally it ended the exact same. Well, no, it didn't even end the exact. It had like a um a who cares ending. Yeah. Um, because it ended with the world ending. Yeah. And it's like, well, literally everything they've been doing for the first two movies, like, doesn't matter. Right. Um, so, and I, it didn't I, I even follow said, its own logic because it said, like, once uh, Terminator 2 ended, like, that was the last Terminator. There's no way for the machines to come back. And yeah. then it comes back. It's yeah, like, they're just like, yeah, it just it happened. Okay, we need a woman Terminator. <laughs> <laughs> just, yeah, that'd right. be cool. Yeah, right. And yeah, that's cool, weird yes. because even, okay, so nowadays a Terminator franchise, they they think, oh, the new, the new, the way to make it feel like it's a new Terminator movie is just to have a variation of a Terminator, you know? So, like, uh, one, one, just Space Terminator, uh-huh. Arnold, right? And then Terminator 2 is liquid metal. That's really cool. Yeah. You get to the third one, and it's like, well, we don't have to be creative. Let's just come up with a new Terminator. So it's the liquid over a regular metal Terminator, which kind of feels like a step backwards from just liquid metal. But um, Yeah, because there was, like, a clear progression. Like, in the original one, it was the T-8, which was yeah. just Arnold. Like, non-sentient Arnold. Right. And then the T9, which was like Arnold who could talk, then the T1000, which was the liquid one, which was cool. Yeah. And then the T... The, the third one actually had a cool idea was the TX, yeah. which was a Terminator hunter because so many Terminators were turning good. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, that's like natural progression. Sure. And then, yeah, in like the reboot, it's just... Um, they bring out back the T900. So I'm like... <laughs> he's just, and he's literally just old Arnold. It's just a, such a weird, clumsy way of yeah. putting that in. It's like that he wouldn't hold up. Like, right. it's a natural progression. You right. know, like this is the same universe. Yeah. They try to shoehorn in. Did you like Salvation? I never saw it. Okay. I mean, that was the infamous one. I, the only thing I know about the film is the... It was supposed to be a trilogy. Oh, really? Okay, so Terminator Salvation came out. What was the well, only they, thing you knew about it? Did they drop that... I know there's a big spoiler in the movie at the very end. Did they drop in the first movie? And expecting it to be a trilogy where they say who John Connor is. What do you mean? No. How he's a Terminator? No, no, no. That's Genesis. Are you sure? I thought that was... Nope, that's Genesis. We'll get to that. Okay. Okay. Salvation mm. was such a cool idea. Yeah. It was like, okay. So the, my understanding was the trilogy was supposed to build up to when they send Kyle Reese back to the first Terminator film. Okay. So a movie set in the future where you see John Connor grow as a leader. Yeah. You see him grow with his, like his wife and the kid, like him having a kid, mm. how they discovered the, the Terminator that doesn't know he's a Terminator. 
So it was such a cool idea mm-hmm. where they introduced the Arnold T eight what T eight hundred T one T eight hundred. Like it was the first Arnold. Yeah. So they they build up to where there's the Arnold Terminator, where it's just the mindless robot with the skin over it, to yeah, where it can yeah, blend yeah. into humans. But the the original idea was like a guy who they turned into a Terminator, and he didn't know. Um, so in that in that movie, he's chained up, and they're like, you know, uh, I thought that was John Connor. Okay. No. No, so uh, the guy's chained up, and there's a really cool, it's in the trailer, it's mm-hmm. a really cool line where the Christian Bale, John Connor, mm-hmm. he's looking at the guy chained up, and he's like, you think you're human? He's like, I am human. And he looks down, his whole body's cut off, and he's robot, except for his oh. like head, and a little bit of skin on top, and he looks down, and he's like, oh my god, and he starts screaming, because mm-hmm. he thought he thought he was human. Mm-hmm. You know, that, I was like, dang, this is going to be a really good movie, and it wasn't, it was terrible. Oh, but But it was so cool. Um, and I was like, that's such a great idea. It was like a trilogy set in the time the, the timeline where the war is going on and building up to the first movie where they send Kyle Reese Yeah, that's back. a great way of keeping the franchise going. Right, but uh, the first one was just a freaking bad movie. Mm. And they, they CGI'd Arnold back. Before, before CGI was bad now, mm. it was worse back then where they're like, CGI Arnold comes in and oh, it's the geez. Terminator from the first movie. Don't look terrible. Um, and that was before CGI built up to being terrible looking. It was even worse back then. So um, and then, oh gosh, they don't even re- They don't even have the you know the guts to officially reboot the series. They have to somehow convolutely tie it into yes, the original. To the original. Like, why? Why? It's already butchered. Why make it worse? So we get to Terminator Genesis. It's just bad. <laughs> I don't know how else to say it, dude. It was Is so... that the one where it starts, the first 10 minutes, it starts with John Carr just getting shot in the head with a, as a kid, or is it the second one? That that's okay. We'll get to that one. Uh, no. Okay, Genesis is the <laughs> just watch one and two. If, you, if you've already seen it, good. Go rewatch them. They're good. No, yeah, but um, you get to Genesis and that. So they got Arnold back. Okay, the makeup and CGI looks okay, making him look young. And I was like, oh, this is this gonna be like this the whole movie? Um, but no, then then they do a time jump and it's like, okay, that's the real Arnold. He looks old. He has a family. Yeah. Uh, no, that's Dark Fate. Dang. Oh my god, yeah. how many are there? <laughs> <laughs> there were a lot of attempts to salvage this franchise. Good lord, dude. All right. <laughs> Let me tell a story. You keep getting it mixed up. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> okay, in Genesis, it uh, starts off okay where that it's it's what Salvation was trying to be, where they build up to sending Kyle Reese back. That's yeah, the first yeah, yeah, yeah. ten minutes of the movie. They raid the Skynet, John Connor, uh, they accidentally send back Arnold. And they're like, oh, shoot, like, what do we do? And then, and then Connor looks at Kyle Reese. He already knows that that's his dad. Mm-hmm. And so he laughs. And he's like, Kyle, you know, I can't wait to see you again. Like, what, what are you talking about? And like, oh, you'll, you'll see. You know what I mean? So he knows that that's his dad. It was, it was kind of sweet, mm-hmm. right? So then Kyle Reese gets on the time machine. And as he's getting ready to be transported, a Terminator <laughs> comes from behind uh, John Connor. And he's like, you didn't think it'd be that easy, John. And I'm like, oh, no. And then Kyle Reese gets sent back to the past, right? So, okay. He doesn't know what's going on. So there's something weird about John Connor, right? Something just happened, but he knows he has to he has to reenact the first movie. So he knows, all right. So as he's getting ready to fight the Terminator, mm-hmm. Sarah Connor bursts through the mall that he's in when mm-hmm. he's trying to steal clothes, and then she she shoots Terminator one in the face, and then she goes, "Get in here! The timeline's all messed up." Oh my you know? god! So it, it's it's like a it feels Is like that a, really. It feels what? like a. I want you to watch the trailer. It feels like a fan movie. That's really what they do? Yes. I knew it was bad. It was, I just it didn't was, know. It's awful. Okay. 
So they try to do this weird dynamic. I bet where... she. I bet she's the one who says, "Come with me if you want to live." Yep. Yep. Okay. Yep. <laughs> it's in the movie. She she busts through. Oh, of she doesn't care. She's like, you know, come with me if you want to live. Because <laughs> we have to. Oh, it, I don't know what they were thinking with this movie. That's so you're right. It does sound like a, a bad fan. It's it's horrible. And oh. I was like, they paid someone to do this. Millions and millions and so, millions of dollars. So the premise of that movie was somebody, we never find out who because they didn't get a sequel, but they, they, they do a weird thing where um, somebody sent an Arnold Terminator mm. back in time to raise Sarah Connor to train her for Judgment Day. So he picks her up as a kid and raises her. She calls him Pops. There's a weird dynamic that they try to copy the Terminator 2 thing of like they teach him how to be cool. They teach him how to smile, so it's not where like they're trying to teach him how to laugh and stuff. And then uh, it turns out he developed fatherly feelings for for Sarah Connor, so they try to do a thing where he actually does care. He's more human than we thought. Okay, here here is the really bad part, and they put this in the trailer, and it pissed off the director. It pissed off everybody because the director was a decent director. He worked on a few episodes of Game of Thrones. He he loved the franchise. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. So. The big plot twist was as they're escaping the police station, like in the first movie, John Connor's there at the escape vehicle. And like, John, John, what the heck? What's going on? And Arnold shoots John Connor in the face and everyone's freaking out. No, what have you done? You know, Sarah Connor's like, you killed my son, even though she never had a son. And Kyle Reese was like, you killed my best friend. And then plot twist. John Connor gets up. He took the gunshot. So at the very beginning, the Terminator that grabbed him turned him into a Terminator and hit him with nanobot technology. What? Yeah. So John Connor was a Terminator now. And that was in Genesis. He hit him with nanobot technology. And it, it was in the trailer. So the trailer had this trailer How number... How do I not remember this? Tra- trailer number two. You're making this up. No. It's real. <laughs> they actually did this. Oh, crap. <laughs> Like, you swear I'm reading a horrible rough draft of a fan oh, film. This is a real movie. Man. All right. So this, okay. <laughs> Trailer number two. They spoiled John Connor's a Terminator. Why? I don't know what they were thinking. Okay. That will get people in their seats. Yeah. So, so the, the big Terminator for Genesis is John Connor. And he's the Terminator now. So that's the one they're fighting. He's a nanobot. Um, there's a big fight. Where they they stop Skynet from happening and then they, they win right and this will tie into an episode we shoot at some point in credit scene the destroyed Skynet base flickers and turns on and they didn't they didn't get him he'll be back oops he'll be back for another movie <laughs> okay and they killed John Connor too like they they killed him, the Terminator version of him so it's like <laughs> <laughs> oh that'll fix everything yeah. Uh, I, okay. I, I, I apologize for uh, telling this I want them to poorly. explain how this fixed the movies. <laughs> oh, and then uh, so it's the t- it's the original Arnold, right? The 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 version yeah. where he's a uh, just a robot, mm. but they accidentally knock him into the liquid Terminator goo, and he comes out a Terminator Two T One Thousand model. So because that's how it works. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, why it's not? magic. <laughs> yeah. it's just, why not? All right. Oh, man. Okay, give him credit. It's not multiverse. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, that was their excuse when the movie came oh. out. It was like, well, it's not affecting the original movie. Skynet just, uh, the, the excuse, this wasn't in the movie. Uh-huh. This was the behind the scenes. People tried to explain oh, it. Nice. But they said, well, Skynet just uh, hopped to a different timeline and tried again. And sure. failed. Okay. So, sure. you know. There was one more movie, right? <laughs> 
well, I've got to hear how it ends. <laughs> I'll try to do this in five minutes. Yes. We might go over again. Sorry, guys. It's okay. I you don't hit, need to hear this. You hit record on the thing, right? I'm just making sure. Uh, yeah, we're good. All right, good. I need to hear this. <clears throat> so the marketing push for Genesis was they got James Cameron. They paid it. They wrote him a big check. <laughs> and they, they told him to sit in front of a camera. And he's like, I believe the franchise has been reinvigorated. <laughs> uh, I think this is a renaissance. Like he watched the interview. He actually said that. <laughs> okay. Dark Fate. The guy that directed Deadpool 1, Tim Miller. He yeah. directs this movie. Produced by James Cameron, story by James Cameron. Okay, that he he's heavily involved. He helped reboot the franchise. Granted, he was really focusing on Avatar two through twenty. All right, so my favorite franchise. Shout out to Episode two. Right. Yeah, and he he's this is his movie basically. Um, new New Terminator. No, no, no. Okay. Props. They fixed the CGI. I heard so yeah, young Linda Hamilton, Sarah Connor. We're back to the. This is a official sequel to Terminator Two. Okay. Okay. No more BS. Like <laughs> Red Machines, forget it. Genesis, different timeline didn't happen. All right. Salvation, uh, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> okay. All right. <clears throat> Gloves are off. Okay. All right. CGI Linda Hamilton. She's sitting at a. At, they're celebrating having beaten Terminator Two. We won. We beat the final boss. All right. Um, they're sitting in Hawaii. Mm. They're drinking from the hula bar. Oh. Okay. They're eating a hula burger from McDonald's. <laughs> All right. They got the guy that played John Connor back. They mm. CGI to make look look like a kid. He looked great. You couldn't tell. You wow. couldn't tell it was CGI. That's cool. They're sitting there enjoying. You'd swear it was a deleted scene from Terminator Two. That's, That's how crazy. good the CGI looked. Okay. Out of nowhere, a young Arnold also looks fantastic. Okay. You couldn't tell it was CGI. That's crazy. So they're sitting there enjoying their time. Young Arnold Schwarzenegger shows up and shoots John Connor. <laughs> it sounds... that, is, that is the opener to the movie. <laughs> that generally sounds like an AI, like right a bad yep. opening to a Terminator movie. And then suddenly Arnold shows up and shoots John Connor. <laughs> shoots him in the face. It pissed off the actor who played John Connor, oh, but for God. some reason, I mean, they paid him. He signed on for the yeah. movie. Uh, who didn't it that piss off? It, it pissed off everybody. Like, what are you thinking when you're a writer? Like, mm, yeah. So Let's just shoot the last movie in the face. <laughs> Literally, that's what they did. You know what this movie needs? A child being shot. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh. So, the first two minutes of the movie, they undermine Terminator 2. Okay. Story by so, James Cameron. Yeah. Okay. Wow. I don't... <laughs> They give him too much credit. He's George Lucas. Okay. Um, I don't get it. So. Why? Okay. The, the new Terminator. The same thing would happen if George Lucas directed the last three Star Wars movies, by the way. Just so you guys know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. He shoots him in the face. Okay. Flash forward. Linda Hamilton looks like her now. She's old. Okay. Uh, she hated filming the movie because they made her lose a lot of weight, get into fighting shape, and like she wasn't fat or anything. It's just like she's old now and she doesn't want to do action movies, mm-hmm. but she did it. Uh, and I believe her and James Cameron used to be married, so they had to push oh, through the awkwardness of being divorced. Yeah. <laughs> but they made it work. Okay. Linda, uh, so that Terminator that shot John Connor went off and had a family. All right. He had wait. Ki- <laughs> Because think of so in, in that scene, he shoots John Connor and then he just walks away. Mission complete. 
course. Like, what's yeah. he supposed to do? Good job, Arnold. So he goes off and has a family. Um, <laughs> he keeps saying that like it's <laughs> like it's normal. Well, the movie just showed, yeah, yeah, he did it. And his wife, the the wife that he had, knew knew he was a robot, but she let it go. You know, wow, she just they don't even with... make that. No, nope. mm, okay. and I think he's like a curtain salesman, window curtain salesman, or something. I don't remember. Or maybe he makes them. I didn't watch. To, to be fair, I didn't watch this movie. I you just, didn't watch. I, it. I read about it. Okay, but I, I watched the key scenes. It sounds like we need to watch this film. Maybe. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right, so that gets done. They send a Mexican Terminator back, or a uh, Puerto Rican that actor. I know of. Yeah. yeah, and she's like. It's a, it's a she, right? No, no. Okay, I'm sorry. You're right. There's two Terminators. One is the main character. She's the new John Connor where she's going to take over and fight Skynet in the future. Yeah. And then the, the guy that they send back to kill her is a, a Terminator where he, he nanobot skin. His nanobot skin takes off of the Terminator body. I so, hear these nanobots one more time. Okay. <laughs> so there's t- there's technically two Terminator villains. The the It's a Puerto Rican guy, I think. Is he, I think he's Puerto Rican. Mm-hmm. His nanobot skin separates to where he can fight separately, and then the robot skeleton underneath fights separately. So they're, it's like fighting two. I don't remember how they beat him, because who cares? Um, <laughs> <laughs> they beat the Dark Fate Terminator. Uh-huh. For some reason, he's on their side now. I think what oh, happened, I, th- I think I read in the Wikipedia description where he beat John Connor, and then he realized, like, oh, that was a bad thing. I shouldn't have done it. <laughs> And then all whole hands. Okay, so her, Linda Hamilton, and the main character, Terminator, is named Grace. They fight the his, the Puerto Rican guy, Terminator. Hello. And they beat him. Nice. Uh, Arnold dies, and he says, for John Con-, He says, for John. So now he's suddenly, he's pro-John Connor, even though he already killed him. He's like, you know, for, for John, then he dies. Uh, they, they beat him. They beat the Puerto Rican guy. All right. <laughs> Both versions, the skin and the metal, the, nice. they, they beat him. Yeah. And then uh, the end of the movie. Oh, I think. Oh, ooh, I'm I'm sorry, guys. Weren't there like three women in this movie? Like yeah, three, yeah, Linda like three Hamilton. John Connor women. No, just two. Okay. Okay, I remember now. They all the 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 main Terminator also dies. Grace, the girl, she dies. There was like a white woman, a Hispanic woman, but, and then Linda but Hamilton. but she's yeah yeah. I think she's Grace's mom. I don't. I didn't watch the movie, so I have to go back and see. Okay, I remember now though. Grace Terminator. She dies. She was from the future too. Okay. Okay. She's a Terminator. She dies, and at the end of the movie, Linda Hamilton, the 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 Hispanic mom character, they're both sitting in a playground watching Baby Grace play in a park, and then they say, "We have to get her to set her up for other films." They look and they say, "We got to prepare her now because it's just beginning." Okay, and that's the end of the movie. Uh, I know I told it poorly. I'm so sorry, but. I mean, it. No, I got the gist of it. I, I, I feel like yeah. Mm, I, um, I need to watch this trilogy now. The kicker. The kicker now is James Cameron is coming back. Okay, he made Dark Fate. That's basically his movie. He didn't direct it, but he wrote the story, and it was terrible. Mm-hmm. And he's coming back to reboot it again. No. He confirmed in May of this year that he's, he's like, yeah, we're, we're working on another one. I don't get why they keep hiring him to do it. Like, let it go. And I, Ar- Arnold said, I'm not going to be in it because Dark Fate flopped. Mm-hmm. Genesis flopped. Like, it just, he, he feels like audience has spoken loud and clear. They don't want me as Terminator anymore. 
I don't think I don't think he was the problem. I, say, I don't think that's quite it, but I respect it. Like, let's go a different direction. Sure. We talked about this. Like, let's do Back to the Future, but it's not the same story. It's something different. Yeah, yeah. But we'll just use the title. But when the actor says, "I need this," isn't good. When he's like, oh, "I don't know." Terminator's a cool idea. Let's do something different. Okay, let's not keep doing John Connor. Let's not keep killing him and changing the timeline. That's not the problem. But. All right, that's Terminator in a nutshell. Could we get a good RoboCop movie while we're at? <laughs> <laughs> right, no kidding. Was Termin- uh, RoboCop two any good? Two, not really. Okay, and I, the I third one was a joke. They were both joke films. I haven't me. seen any of them. Two was like okay, but like the first one yeah. was one of my favorite films ever. I saw the scene where they tried to rip them off and they kept messing up. That was kind of cool. Oh yeah. So, all right, guys. I apologize. We went over again. Not as long as last time, but yeah, that was a fun Oh my god! I know. Uh, maybe we should do that more. Like me paraphrasing a franchise. That's fun. <laughs> yeah, that was a lot of fun. And then me being like, no. <laughs> Especially if you haven't seen it. But, all right, guys. We hope you had fun with us. Um, thanks for listening. Thanks for liking. Yeah. Tell your friends. Subscribe. Best way to watch this show: turn it on and walk away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let it play in the background. Honestly, we're doing right. background noise. We love you guys. We'll get to Harry Potter eventually, I promise. See y'all next time. Have fun. Have a great week. Bye. Bye-bye.